0: Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3. That's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home... Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 1st of September. Good to have you aboard. Presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, 800 747 If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, if you are dealing with a personal injury, I send you where you're going to be treated like family, just like they did me at the start of Zaslow Show 2.0. Anna Jarn-Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. Got a fun little announcement to, to give you all today to start out a Friday show. We did it, everybody. We made it. We got here to Friday. Thanks, everybody, again, who joined me yesterday as I hosted Afternoon Drive on ESPN Radio, Canty and Carlin with my guy, Mark Zino Mark Zino actually, super into the sports gambling world. He's going to join us coming up today. We're going to go through a bunch of plays. He's going to give us the winners for college football week one. So my guy, Mark Zinno, he's going to join us here. You're going to love him. We'll get him on. We'll get the plays for the weekend. Excited to talk to Mark. Hosted with him yesterday. Hosted with him for the second time doing Canty and Carlin. But thanks to all of you guys who hung out and joined us on Canty and Carlin yesterday. I'm hoping to do it a lot more. (laughs) Obviously, with football season starting ESPN Radio is rolling out their new fall lineup starting on Tuesday, September 5th. So, I'm hoping to continue getting a lot of opportunities with them. But it probably won't be a lot during the week. Probably be a lot more weekend stuff. I've hosted the last couple primetimes, weekends, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, doing primetime each weekend. This weekend, I'm hosting Sunday ESPN Radio game time. Uh, game day, ESPN Radio game day, I'm hosting with, with, wait for it, former Dolphins general manager Mike Tannenbaum, that's right, former Dolphins general manager Mike Tannenbaum, don't don't tell him I've been critical of him, I'm hosting ESPN Radio game day with him this Sunday afternoon, 1 to 4 p.m., very much looking forward to that. And we'll see where it goes from there as far as the fall lineup. I'm hoping to be involved, but I'm super grateful to those guys. It's it's really been a lot of fun. It's been a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I really did. Uh, I, I, you know, you pick it up because, hey, it's good exposure and that whole deal. But now, after doing it two weeks, I, 14 days, I've done 10 shows in the last 14 days on ESPN radio. And it is so much more fun than, than I'd imagined. So... I'm really pleased with how, how all that's going. And speaking of which, their new morning show, 6 to 10 a.m., is debuting on Tuesday. Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman. Don't know the name of the show yet. I don't have an official name. You know Evan Cohen's our good pal. He's going to join us on the show today. We're going to talk about him starting on ESPN Radio. Obviously, he used to host my favorite show, which is Sirius XM Morning Men on Mad Dog Radio. But Evan now moving over six to ten a.m. every morning on ESPN Radio. I'm gonna be listening to that every morning now. So we're gonna get Evan on. We're gonna talk about him leaving SiriusXM, joining ESPN Radio, and all of that. We'll sneak in some Miami Heat. Damian Lillard, you know he's a huge fan. But I got a cool little announcement. So you guys may have noticed. Uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago. You may, and it's it's not a big thing. I didn't make a thing out of it, of course. Uh, and I really liked being, you know, partnering up with them. You guys may have noticed that I'm no longer on Blue Wire. That happened about a month ago. I'm no longer on Blue Wire, so I was able to go out there, see what other options are there. And I'm excited to announce today that Zaslow Show 2.0, we are now part of the Believe Podcast Network. It's It's spelled B-L-E-A-V, but it's pronounced Believe. So really excited today, first official day on the Believe Podcast Network. So nothing changes on your end. Nothing changes for our listeners. You're still getting the show exactly the same way you used to get the show. It's just the home is the Believe Podcast Network. They send it out everywhere Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon. I-, I can name all the places. We'll be here forever. But the show emanates from Believe. They send it out to all the places that you've been getting Zazzlo Show 2.0 and all your other podcasts. It just opens up more opportunities for me. Nothing changes for you guys, the listeners. Nothing changes for you guys, the sponsors, except it means more listeners. It means more eyeballs, more ears on Zaslow Show 2.0. So really excited to be, pre- to, to be brought to you now by the Believe Podcast Network. So really happy to be with them. Today's a really good day. Everything is growing as far as Zaslow Show 2.0. And it's because of you guys who have stuck with me from the very beginning. All right. College football, man. Last week was week zero. Now you know it's Friday, that means we got big game, not a big game, and now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Now we're getting back to it, Well, we got some football, we have a whole slate of games this weekend, so you know we got a great addition of Big Game or Not a Big Game coming up on today's show. In addition, of course, to Big Game or Not a Big Game, it is Friday, we're still going to do it, that means Big Movie or Not a Big Movie. Yes! So we'll let you know what big movies are coming out. So we we got an action packed Friday show here for y'all. Last night, the Gators. Holy shit! What a what an embarrassing performance. So that that now I I rarely blame the coach. There's so much going on behind the scenes that we as fans are not privy to, that we don't know about. But I'm watching that game. And to me, that was like a team that wasn't ready. That was a team that wasn't ready to play. The mistakes that they made, special teams were a joke, an embarrassment. And, you know, how much is the coach's fault? How much is Billy Napier's fault? So many special teams' mistakes. The offense with the bullshit bubble screen passes. Everything just side to side. Nothing down the field. I mean, a legit team like Utah, they're not going to... What what are you gonna do with the bullshit offense? That was a disgrace of a performance to start the season last night from the Gators. Very difficult game to watch. So you know, after the first quarter of the game yesterday, it's like, all right, they're down seven three. It's not that bad. It feels like they're in it. But the mistakes. So to start the game, you know, you have the Gators are driving down. First of all, first play of the game, Utah scores. First play, they had the offense. 70-yard touchdown, 7-0. But then the Gators drive down the field. They 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 have 4th and 1 on like the 12-yard line. And you get a false start. You get an illegal procedure penalty. So they don't get to go for the first down. They end up having to kick a field goal. Actually, they go 7 nothing at a time. That made it 7-3. So you lose out on what could have been 7 points. You have to settle for 3 points. Then on special teams, you get... Instead of letting the ball roll into the end zone, freshman catches the ball on the five, gets tackled on like the 10, and then you wind up getting the turnover and they score the touchdown. That's seven points that you give away right there. So bad special teams. And then, you know, like I said, you got the offense, which didn't do anything for you except the bullshit screens. 24-11 24-11 final yesterday, Gators lose, game was not even that close. But my God, the mistakes between the penalties, the special teams, uh, missed field goals. We know college kickers can miss field goals all over the place. But missed field goals, a horrendous start for the Gators. Terrible. Tonight, the Hurricanes, the battle for Miami. That's right, Miami of Ohio versus Real Miami, everybody knows real Miami, is here in South Florida. The Hurricanes at home tonight, Hard Rock Stadium, it's the Battle of Miami. The winner of the game gets to keep the Miami name. So the Canes win tonight, Miami of Ohio, find a new name. You're fake bullshit, Miami. Real Miami is the Hurricanes, so that's what's at stake tonight. Canes football getting going, excited for the Canes fan New season, I really don't know what to expect. I got to be honest with you. Tyler Van Dyke, I know he's dealing with some injuries there, but apparently he's good to go. Year number two, Mario Cristobal era. I'm hoping you get a nice little crowd tonight. I'm not expecting it. No fan base talks a bigger game and shows up less than the Miami Hurricane fan. Come on, you got to be fair. So the Canes fan could be excited about tonight. I doubt he's showing up this evening. Uh, you, you're going to get those aerial head views, and it's going to be, it's ACC Network tonight, I think. You're going to get those aerial views. It's going to be a rough crowd this evening. Like I said, no fan base talks a bigger game and shows up less than the Canes fan. We'll see. Prove me wrong. I, I I hope I'm wrong. All right. So, we get the, get you started here with some of the college football. Like I said, we're going to go over some plays in a few minutes here. Mark Zinno going to join us. He'll tell us where the money is at tomorrow. We'll ask him what he thinks about the Canes tonight. They're a 17-point home favorite this evening. Our pal Evan Cohen will join us as well. But hey, let's get right after it. It's Friday. I know you're out there saying to yourself, Zaslow, I gotta know. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game? Every Friday brought to us by Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance has been specializing in home, auto, life insurance. I've been with Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. I get my homeowner's insurance from them, and that's because I know I'm getting the most affordable care and the most comprehensive coverage around. I don't know what kind of coverage I need. Wherever you're calling from, though, in the state of Florida, Brunt Insurance has offices throughout the state, 954-589-2204. Their team at Brunt Insurance, Greg Brunt and his team have the expertise and the experience. They know exactly what area you're calling from, they know exactly what type of coverage you need. There's so many options out there when it comes to insurance, and not just homeowners, you need renters' insurance, condo insurance. There's so many options, it's gonna make your head spin. Don't worry, when you call Brunt Insurance, 954 589 2204, they specialize in making all the confusing options out there crystal clear. bruntinsurance.com let's get to big game or not a big game big game or not a big game tonight 7pm ACC Network I just told you it's Miami of Ohio at your Miami Hurricanes it's the Battle of Miami winner keeps the name loser finds a new name I don't have high expectations for the Canes this year, but it is year two for Mario Cristobal. You gotta be better than last year. You get rid of some kids you didn't like, you start bringing in the kids you do like. If you wanna change the culture, we gotta start seeing some signs of that now. Miami of Ohio at Miami Hurricanes. Not a big game. It's not a big game. Until you prove to me that you're worth something this year, Hurricanes. You're probably not playing any big games. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Big game or not a big game. 7 5 tonight. Valley Sports Florida. Miami Marlins at Washington Nationals. Now, the Marlins took the game last night. They beat the Nationals. Kicked their ass. I think the final score was 8-1 maybe. Jake Berger, I know, had a solo home run late in that game. The Marlins, they lost four out of five on the homestand, including two out of three to Washington. They go to Washington last night. They win. They are three back. They're 567 67 and 67, entering September 1. So technically, they're in it. It doesn't feel like they're in it because they're 14 and 28 since the All-Star break. But they're three games back of the final wildcard spot. They're within striking distance. I have no faith, though. Marlins at Nationals tonight. Not a big game. Saturday, 8pm, Peacock, WWE Payback, that's right, Payback is tomorrow night, the main event is for the World Championship, Seth Rollins defends against Shinsuke Nakamura, I love this feud, it feels personal, the way they've been presenting Shinsuke, he feels like a big deal, but... I do not believe Shinsuke wins the championship. I do believe that Damian Priest's time is now. Judgment Day is the biggest story on Raw, and I think Damian Priest cashes in Money in the Bank tomorrow night and wins the world championship. I believe he cashes in on Seth Rollins tomorrow night. So, as a result, WWE payback, that's a big game. Big game or not a big game. Sunday, 7 p.m., pay-per-view, all elite wrestling all out. That's right, you may be saying to yourself, Zazlo, didn't AEW just have a pay-per-view last weekend all in, and now this weekend is all out? The main event looks like it's for the international championship, Orange Cassidy defending against John Moxley. You also have for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, MJF, Top Jew, and Adam Cole are defending against the Tag Team Battle Royal winner for tonight on Rampage. So we'll find out their opponent. CM Punk, the show is in Chicago. CM Punk's not in the cart because he has been suspended again. It's really weird that All Out is one week after All In. There's been very little build, of course, because there's only a week separating. No CM Punk. In Chicago, so to me, and 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 the AEW World Championship is not being defended. So how about this AEW All Out? Not a big game. I don't know that I'm going to order it. Two weeks in a row, pay sixty bucks. I don't know that I'm ordering it. All right, moving on. Sunday, seven thirty, ABC. That's the American Broadcasting Company. Number five, LSU. Number eight. Florida state in Orlando's camping world stadium is FSU a real threat to Clemson in the ACC is LSU a legit top five team in what's always a loaded SEC did I say FSU ACC SEC? All right, in a loaded SEC LSU are they for real a top five team we're gonna find out FSU that offense You got the great quarterback. You got the great running back. Mike Norvell seems to have, have things on track. LSU, FSU. That's a big game. That's how you cap off college football weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Finally, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Apple Plus. Inter Miami at LAFC. Now, we know Inter Miami They probably need to win nine of their last ten games here on the MLS schedule. They're coming off of a draw this past Wednesday. That's damaging to their playoff hopes. We also know Messi is likely to miss the home game coming up on September 9th. He may miss two games. He's definitely going to miss one because of international call-ups. So if we're headed toward a period where maybe Inter-Miami is going to be without Messi, Sunday night at LAFC... That's a big game. You got to win that game then if you're Inter Miami. You can't lose the momentum here coming off of a draw on Wednesday night. You got to get back on track. That's a big game. And that right there, courtesy of Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204 is another addition. A big game or not a big game. All right, everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0, brought to us by the official beer of the program. Johnny Cuba, European roots with that Caribbean soul. This is how you get the weekend started. A refreshing German lager in a can. Make make sure you always drink responsibly. And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay to Don Quilo. Joining us here, it is a Friday. We have college football week one. That means there are bets to be made, bets to be won. Mark Zinno, he is our new pal, ESPN Radio. He hosted yesterday with me, Canty and Carlin. Hello, Mark. How are you this morning? Good to have you aboard the program.
1: It's always great to be with you. It's always good when you get a pair of Z's together. Let's just keep everybody awake. Let's do it.
0: There you go. I've had fun doing shows with you on ESPN Radio, man. You've made it easy, you know? And so I've been doing shows for a couple of weeks now. And and people like yourself, I got to be honest, I, I, I'm having a much... I'm having a, I'm having a lot more fun doing these shows than I thought I was going to. Like, I thought it was going to be stuffy. It was gonna be very cookie cutter I don't feel that way I feel like I'm getting to do shows the you know pretty much the way that I want to do it and and I'm doing it with people who are fun I've been very I've been very pleased with how it's gone so far
1: yeah uh, same I mean listen it's been a very interesting summer uh, it's my for, first foray in the ESPN as well so I also like you am uh, kind of feeling this whole thing out but it it has been better than expected I'll say yeah. that
0: yeah yeah pretty cool. So look, you're all over the gambling side, all right And it's Friday, it's football season. I figure let's start things off week one. Let me get Mark Zeno on the program here. Let's see if he can give us some winners. First of all, you told us yesterday you gotta stay away from the Florida Gators that game. Oh my God, that game, it was so bad that game, Mark.
1: Yeah, I've had a bunch of arguments about Graham Mertz uh, with some very respected people in the gambling industry uh, and how bad he is. And people would say, well, He's not in Paul Chris system anymore. It's completely different. He's going to be better. And look, Graham Mertz didn't play bad last night. Just Florida's not good. And that's the difference. They're just not a good football team right now. Uh, Utah, I don't even think played their best football at all. There were a bunch of mistakes that they made in that game. that they could have capitalized on. So I think Florida's got some growing pains on the offensive side of the ball that they have to get through. But you know, Utah did that physical thing that Utah does. You know, they pound the rock and they play defense and they they kind of choke you out a little bit. Uh, and, and really, they set the tone from the beginning of the game with that 70 yard touchdown pass where they just it was a great play action design. And uh, Utah took advantage. Florida wasn't ready for it. And, you know, it's kind of that was the end of it. It, it was kind of over before it started. But first half under and Utah were the right sides last night.
0: Yep, you told us that you said you, you were thinking about first half under. You told us you can't play Florida. So you're right about both of those. Let's uh let's go over some of the big games for tomorrow, college football. Some of the bigger names, college football tomorrow, week number one. Uh, You know, as far as the ranked teams, the heavy favorites, are you willing to, to lay points with any of them saying, I know they're going to smoke them. I'm willing to lay the points. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, one of the teams I've already backed and gotten to the window on is Tennessee. Um, now, this number has moved. I got it at 27 and a half. I'm seeing 28s across the board. Uh, with twenty eight, you just have to be willing to concede that you're going to get a push. Uh, that half point is is matters a lot, but there's not a way that Virginia slows down this offense. Like I know there's concerns about Joe Milton and, and everything else, but it's his third year in the system. Look, Josh Heupel has proven time and time again that his he's got an offense that works. And even if Joe Milton isn't great, they still got two dynamic running backs there. They have speed all over the offensive side of the ball. And they were the fastest-paced team in football last year as far as number of plays they ran on offense. That's not going to change. I mean, even if they – again, he doesn't – even if Milton isn't great – He still can make plays with his legs. He doesn't have to be terribly accurate It's a complete mismatch for Virginia who might be one of the bottom three worst power five teams in the country. I know there's some motivation for them coming back after the terrible events that happened last year at the end of their season. This is their first game back, but it's not like this game is in Charlottesville, Virginia. It's at Nissan stadium, a huge venue that the volunteers know. Well, the last time they opened up here, they smoked bowling green, um, It's just it's going to be a huge party in Nashville. Tennessee should romp this team very easily.
0: What about getting the day started? I mean, a lot of eyes are going to be on the number two ranked team in the country, Michigan. It's a noon game tomorrow. Are you willing to lay what looks like 36 points?
1: It's probably a little bit too rich for my blood. You know, when you look at the games and and the way that they are laid out here, Zaz, and this is something I always do in college when I get these big spreads, is I look at the total and I look at the spread. Mm-hmm. Right. and You have to figure out the difference between them. So I got to lay 36 points with a spread of 51. So it only gives me a 15 point difference. So is there a way that this game can stay under and Michigan can still cover? Yeah. They have to win it like 45 to three. And do I really believe that's possible? Because if East Carolina gets to 13, they're probably going to cover this number because Michigan's only going to score about 45. So, you know, that's the danger in here when, when I see totals and, and sides that, sort of leave me a tighter window to get through as far as being able to stay under and still cover the number. I, I would say that there's probably a garbage touchdown winning for East Carolina somewhere late that may end up back door in this thing. So I won't touch this number.
0: Now, Mark, how about a couple of these evening games in case we're trying to chase a little bit, maybe we didn't do so well during the day. You know, you got Penn state that's on NBC tomorrow night. You got Alabama that's on the sec network. These are high profile, top 10 teams. How do we feel about those games?
1: I mean, I, there, there are a lot of other big numbers out there that I'm not going to touch. I mean, Texas a and laying 38 points. I have no idea what that offense is going to look like. Uh, even though Bobby Petrino is there and things have changed, I, I can't lay 38. Like, I'm not taking New Mexico because, again, that's not a very good program. But, uh, it, you know, it's just a game I'm not going to get involved in. The Penn State thing is interesting at 20 and a half. I mean, you're under a key number of 21 and by key number we just mean hey look that's three touchdowns you know you can 35 14 makes you a winner whereas if it's 21 and a half 35 14 makes you a loser so you're in that spot right here penn state's got a new quarterback they have a new offense um it is a power five team still so you have to sort of respect them uh it's a tough place to go into happy valley and play and this is sort of that whole you know pennsylvania west virginia Pittsburgh, West Virginia, and even though I know Penn, Penn State's nowhere near Pittsburgh, so to speak, but it's that backyard rivalry that, that has always gone on. I, I would wait and see. I'd want another data point on Penn State. I'd stay away from them. Alabama, is it's too many points to lay with a new quarterback and, again, a new offense. I think there are some games out there that are interesting. I mean, if you want to watch the North Carolina-South Carolina game, uh, you're getting defense versus offense or a whole lot of offense, I should say, at least with South Carolina and Spencer Rattlin. And of course, Drake May who's getting Heisman consideration. I think that's a good one. But if it keeps going down a little farther, uh, there is one play that I have uh, that's an underdog that might be a live dog to win the game outright. And that's South Alabama against Tulane, 24th ranked Tulane, who lost their quarterback and their top rusher and Tajay Spears from last year. This is a South Alabama team that returns eight starters on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and this is a two lane team that may be feeling themselves a little bit too much here. South Alabama has everything to pull off the upset in this spot here, particularly defensively. They're a very good, fast defensive team, but they've got a great run game and an experienced quarterback here. I love the Jaguars of South Alabama here getting six and a half.
0: I got two more for you here, Mark, with local ties. Sunday night, I think everybody's looking forward to it. The game's up the road about three hours from here Orlando Camping World Stadium, FSU. LSU Sunday night, ABC, LSU looking like a two point favorite. What do we like there?
1: I like Florida state getting the points. I mean, I don't know that the spreads necessarily going to matter here, John. And I I really don't think it does. I think the winner of this game, either, you know, LSU wins by more than a field goal, Florida state, you know, wins by more than a field goal. Like the spread's not really going to matter from that standpoint. That said, I love Florida state's defense. Uh, This is an elite defensive unit. Their secondary is awesome. Um, you know, they return as seven or eight guys on the defensive side of the ball. LSU doesn't really have a run game to speak of, uh, and two of their running backs are hurt. Now, again, this is a little bit of a different scenario here because like, you know, they still have four or five scholarship guys, but there's not anybody with a lot of experience in that backfield. So if Jaden Daniels is going to make plays in this game and LSU is going to cover, he's going to do it with his legs. If you look at the three step ups in class that Jaden Daniels had last year, Talk about FSU in the opener, Georgia and Texas A&M at the end of the season. Well, Texas A&M is during the regular season, Georgia in the SC championship game. He threw for 209 was the most he threw in any, any of those games. Okay. didn't throw for two touchdowns on any of those games. So, you know, the pass defenses of those teams are going to give him problems in the passing game, and he's going to have to do it all with his legs. I think Florida State's pretty well equi- equipped to figure out how to slow him down. One, they gave up 114 to him on the ground last year. Mike Norvell won't let that happen again. And two... You know, they go in practice against a pretty good quarterback who likes to run around Jordan Travis. So uh, I think they're well prepared to handle this. I I just, Florida State's the better team. It's not that I'm not buying the hype train of LSU and Jaden Daniels. I think they're going to be very good. But I think in this particular matchup here, you know, Florida State, you could say got lucky winning last year with the missed extra point because maybe LSU would have won that game in overtime. I feel like they had a lot of momentum late. But Florida State gave up some big explosive plays, and it was a 99-yard drive. Do you really want to ask Jaden Daniels to go 99 yards again? with the game on the line to cover this thing. I don't because I think Florida state's defense is better this year than it was last year. So I like the Seminoles.
0: Now, Mark, finally here. If I want to have some fun tonight, the hurricanes are opening their season. I don't know how dialed in you are to Miami and Miami of Ohio, but do you feel any kind of way ACC network type hurricanes open their season here at home? I mean,
1: I would hate to say it to you, but I, Probably take the points from Miami over Ohio here. There's not a lot of faith I have right now in the Hurricanes' offense uh, and what they can do to separate from other teams. You know, I mean, you know, we just haven't seen them with any semblance of consistency. Uh, and particularly at the quarterback position, like I thought last year, Tyler Van Dyke was going to be the guy that was going to elevate this program, yeah. and all of a sudden they were going to, you know, contend at the top of the ACC. And lo and behold. Middle Tennessee comes in and, and ruins everything from from the outset and never would never never got corrected. So I don't have a ton of faith here. And again, this is a low total for a college game. And it's a low total, you know, you're asking Miami's defense to keep Miami of Ohio. You're asking the Hurricanes defense to keep Miami of Ohio to under 17 points in this game, because in reality, you know, Miami would have to get to, you know, 30 to 10 to keep this thing where it is. And is Miami's defense good enough to shut down? Miami of Ohio for 60 minutes and keep them to 10 or 13 points. It's a tight window for this thing to stay under. And Miami's not an offense that you trust at this point to play in a lot of over games. So I lean on Miami of Ohio here. I I won't get to the window on this game period. I'll sit back and watch it and see what the canes are made of. But again, it's another tight window between the spread and the total. It's all happening, man. College
0: football week one tomorrow. Before we know it, we got the college football week two and NFL. That's when everything gets really batshit. Mark, excellent job today. I appreciate you hanging out with us. Tell everybody how they can catch you on social media or how they can hear you. Are you on ESPN Radio at all this weekend?
1: I'm not on ESPN Radio this weekend, but I'm on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Of course, all my betting content is there. Check me out at Wager Talk as well, at Sports Grid. Uh, all this stuff is on my Twitter and, and my Instagram at Mark Zinno, so they're both the same.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Got his ass. Love you, brother. Excellent job by Mark Zinno. So there you go. You got a bunch of plays. I really like working with him on ESPN Radio. And again, if you missed us yesterday, we hosted Canty and Carlin together. I put a link out there on my social media, so you can go check that out. You listen to Zaslow Show 2.0 right now. Then if you want to hear more of a national show from your boy, from two-time championship broadcaster, you can go back and you can listen to Canty and Carlin from yesterday. I put a link to the podcast on my my social media. Earlier in the week, was it Tuesday night? I filled in for Amber Wilson. Great girl. Filled in for Amber Wilson on Joe and Amber this past Tuesday night. Who knows? Maybe eventually I'm sitting there next to Amber. We do a little reunion there. I don't think it would be called Zazlow and Amber anymore. We'll see. That would be nice to do some shows with Amber again. Anyway, you know what? Next time we get Mark on, you know what I got to tell him? I got to tell him about Sheets and Giggles. You know, I look at Mark. He's a little bit under the weather these days. You know what would make him feel better? Sheets and Giggles if he was getting the best sleep of your life. That's right. I've been sleeping on Sheets and Giggles now for about five months. Sheets and Giggles have been on board. One of our amazing sponsors, my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he's now also my friend, but he's also your friend because he's out there trying to make sure that we're all getting the best sleep of our life. He's doing it while being safe with the environment, and he's getting us naturally softer, cooler, the most breathable, more moisture-wicking than cotton sheets you've ever had in your life. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow now. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? You could check out the best bedding in the world when you go to sheetsgiggles.com. If it's your first time buying on Sheets and Giggles, go to sheetsgiggles.com. Use my promo code Zazlo. upon checkout. You'll get 20% off your first order. That's right. You're going to become one of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. You're never going to turn back. Sheets and Giggles, the only place you're ever going to shop for your betting, sheetsgiggles.com. All right. We're going to talk to our pal, Evan Cohen, coming up. We'll talk about him. He's going to debut the new morning show on ESPN Radio coming up on Tuesday, September 5th, day after Labor Day. That's right, holiday weekend. All right. Before we get to Evan, though, you heard we did big game or not a big game earlier. And you're probably saying to yourself, Zazlo, there is football this weekend. But I got to get in some family time. Is there anything anything out there for us to watch? Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? Okay, big movie or not a big movie. I still got you covered here. I got a few movies for you, ass. First up here, big movie, not a big movie. This is called Gran Turismo. Based on a true story. It is out in theaters now. It's rated PG-13. It's got some strong language. It's got intense action. It's it, it's an action drama film. It's out in theaters. It came out last week. It stars David Harbour, Orlando Bloom. I, I feel like uh, Jerry Halima. She's a Spice Girl. Damon Huntsu. All right, here's what it's about. Based on the true story of Jan Mardenborough, the film is the ultimate wishful film and tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. I mean, that sounds crazy. He's good at video games, at racing video games, that becomes a NASCAR race car driver. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 63%. So Tony, it's telling you, it's good. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 98%. My younger son wants to see this movie, 98%, so you know what, I'm probably going to wind up having to take my son to see this, Gran Turismo based on a true story, I'm going to go big movie, how about that? Big movie or not a big movie, this is called The Good Mother, it is rated R, it has drug material, some violent content, it's got language throughout, it's a drama slash thriller, it's out in theaters today. It stars Hillary Swank and a bunch of other actors and actresses. I don't know who they are. Here's what it's about. From the three-time Academy Award-nominated producer of The Wolf of Wall Street, the Good Mother follows journalist Marissa Bennings, who, after the murder of her estranged son, forms an unlikely alliance with his pregnant girlfriend, Paige, to track down the killers. Together, they confront a world of corruption and drugs in the seedy underbelly of a small city in upstate New York. As they get closer to the truth, they unearth an even darker secret. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 19%. No audience score yet, which is never a good sign if there's no audience score before the movie has been released in theaters. So the Good Mother, terrible ratings. I can't tell you the lot, like. Hillary Swank had a a short run where she won the Oscar, remember, in Million Dollar Baby. Great movie. I'll never watch that movie again because by the time that movie's over, I want to sit in the corner in a ball and cry. It makes you feel terrible, that movie. The Good Mother, not a big movie. Big movie or not a big movie? This is actually a show. It is called One Shot Overtime Elite. It is out on Tuesday, all right? So it's coming out in a few days on Prime. It's reality. It's about Overtime Elite in Atlanta, the program that saw lottery picks, a men and a Sar Thompson. They're a couple of the stars of this. Here's what it's about exploring the lives of Overtime Elite's next generation of basketball stars from around the country as they navigate through various challenges and grueling training. It's a documentary. And I got to tell you, I'm interested in getting a closer leak of what's going on there at Overtime Elite. So you know what? There's no scores out yet. One shot, Overtime Elite. I'm going to go big movie. And I got one more here for you. Big movie or not a big movie. This is called The Equalizer 3. It's in theaters today. It's rated R. It's got strong, bloody violence and some language. It's an action. Thriller. It stars. Denzel Washington. It stars an all-grown-up Dakota fanning. Here's what it's about. Since giving up his life as a government assassin, Robert McCall has struggled to reconcile the horrific things he's done in the past and finds a strange solace in serving justice on behalf of the oppressed. Finding himself surprisingly at home in southern Italy, he discovers his new friends are under the control of local crime bosses. As events turn deadly, McCall knows what he has to do become his friend's protector by taking on the mafia. The Equalizer 3 Rotten Tomatoes media score, 76%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 91%. I've seen the Equalizer movies, they're awesome. The Equalizer 3, that's a big movie. You know it. And that right there is another addition. A big movie or not a big movie. Every guest on Zaslow Show 2.0 brought to us by the official beer of the program. You know I'm talking about Johnny Cuba. Come on, you know how we're going to do it in the Zaslow Mansion this weekend. We have college football all day tomorrow. We're going to have a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. You can pick up your own six-pack, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Fresco, Emas. You got to remember, always drink responsibly. And, of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, Stay taranquilo. Our pal joining us here, everybody knows he is our favorite, Evan Cohen, formerly SiriusXM XM, Mad Dog Radio Morning Men, which everybody knows was my favorite show. And now, starting on Tuesday, the day after Labor Day when ESPN debuts their new fall ESPN radio lineup for football season, Evan Cohen, the the now the, the host, mornings 6 to 10 a.m., doesn't have a name just yet, Mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. every day, ESPN Radio alongside Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. Evan, when are you going to get used to people saying morning host for ESPN Radio, Evan Cohen?
2: It's very weird, Zach, because I did a bunch of the interviews on all the great affiliates that you've been on and now I'm going to be on. You've done more ESPN Radio than I have. Yeah, and no I'm kidding. on. The it's really amazing. You've done a ton recently and you've been great. Um, and by the way, shout out to Mike Ryan from the Levitard show, who Zaslow <laughs> referred to as a former quarterback for the Falcons and Colts. Oh. Yesterday. That is true. You literally
0: called Matt Ryan, Mike Ryan. Well, I'm That's- glad that you were listening. And, and I'm also glad that somebody picked up on it because, yes, uh, it came out of my mouth. I realized it right away. And I was then wondering mid-sentence. Wow. I wonder if anybody noticed that. Now I just want the fake Zazz done by Mike Ryan as Zazz talking about Mike Ryan. Yeah. Well, then we're we're entering inception territory. Then it's layers upon layers upon layers. I
2: I like it. But yeah, it's crazy. So I was doing a bunch of the affiliate hits yesterday and they kept introducing me as Evan Cohen, ESPN Radio. And I'm like, who who are they talking about? (laughs) It's very odd because I have this real estate now that, the three of us get to occupy that is so valuable that Mike and Mike and Golik and Wingo and KJZ and then KJM and all these big shows have had over the course of the last 25 years at ESPN radio. And now Chris, Michelle and I are a part of it. It's just an amazing experience. And you know, it was not easy to leave Babs and the team and morning men, which I still think can be your favorite show. And I would never suggest somebody not listen to that, but you could also watch us. ESPN 2, ESPN U, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN West Palm in South Florida, 106.3. Back on there. As you know, I was on for 20 years on ESPN West Palm, which is really kind of crazy. Yeah. Full circle moment. Now being back on a station that I was one of six people to help start. It's just an unbelievable opportunity for an unbelievable network. And I'll let your audience know. I mean, you and I have talked a bunch off the air. Like, it's fun working on ESPN radio. Like, there's a perception of like, it, Oh, it's all stuffy. and No, it's not. Like Zaz, I've heard you on there, and like you're doing your, you are Zazlo on there. You're not trying to be someone else, and and I think that we can bring that ESPN brand with what what you know and what I know from Morning Man in terms of having fun with it. I think we can have a great time, and I'm beyond excited for it.
0: Now, how much how how well do you know your for, your your new co-host now? Did did you have any kind of prior relationship with them,
2: Michelle? I did a little bit. Um, not a ton not like a relationship but we knew each other Chris I didn't to be honest I really did not know Chris um, at all I knew of him I heard him with Carlin who obviously I mean Carlin has been amazing Chris Carlin has been unbelievable to me in my career starting when I was an intern at WFAN for him and then he helped get me a, a like a one-off part-time kind of gig at SNY in New York so I've listened to to Carlin obviously with Canty and I don't have the personal connection with Chris that you know, I did with Michelle. I do with Michelle. Right. I mean, if you look up and down that lineup, the people that I knew prior, like really well, Carlin and obviously Amber and everybody else I'm starting to get to know, including Canty. Michelle and I got connected through Sedano, initially George Sedano and Jen Latta in um, Milwaukee, who and Danny Canal. And because they all knew Michelle, Michelle produced Danny's show with Ryan Russillo. And so I was always connected to her. Hey, keep her on the radar. She could be somebody that's great. And she hmm. was kick ass doing mornings in um, St. Louis and then doing stuff on ESPN Radio. And she actually filled in on Morning Man. Not with me, okay. but for me a couple of times, which is ironic. Um, so I'm excited about this crew. And the thing that I love is that everybody's looking at this, rightfully so, it's the biggest opportunity you possibly could get. Like I was on nationally for 12 years and in West Palm for 20. And like that was unbelievable. This is something at a different level yes. and a different level of attention as you've experienced now. Michelle was on you know 15-20 years St. Louis and ESPN. Chris was on 98.7 in New York, a dominant station in the city, and in, in and around New York, I should say. And then obviously doing afternoons with Carlin. And this is kind of the pinnacle. We're all very fortunate to be with each other in this slot.
0: How about being on TV every day? I mean, you're 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 now going to be on TV, like and not even Okay, it's it's streaming somewhere, you know, you're you're going to be on television now every day, 6 to 10 a.m. Yeah, I haven't eaten much recently.
2: Uh, (laughs) It's weird. I'm very like there's a reason that I I chose radio like I'm not comfortable in my own skin. I'm not comfortable with the way I look. I like I'm very self-conscious with that. That is going to be weird. That is going to be something that I'm going to have to get used to. You know, I did TV for two years in West Palm on WP TV News Channel 5, which is a massive station. And I was lucky enough to be the sports anchor for two years there. And it's different. It's totally different. I mean, Levitard, I don't I'm, I'm gonna get this somewhat correct, but Levitard always said, like, writing is your passion, radio is for fun, TV is for reach for the audience, right? And I may be getting it wrong, so I apologize, but I'm obviously a huge fan of Dan's, and I think his brilliance speaks for itself. But I think that's the difference here. And almost in a weird way, it's almost – I remember when I did it in West Palm, I did TV and radio at the same time. And it was almost borderline frustrating when people would come up to you and be like, oh, I saw you on TV last night. And I'm like, cool. Did you hear me on the radio for the last yeah, 15 years? Because that's what I really care about. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But, but this – this is different. This is, we're doing the radio show and they're filming the radio show. Yeah. When I did like Sports Anchor, I was doing a different job. So I think this is, it's big. I'm not going to sit here and lie as you know it. It's, it's huge to have our show and as many different platforms as possible. is big, but I'm just,
0: I'm a radio guy. So the fact that our radio show is going to be on TV, that part of it's cool. It's very big. Again, 6 to 10 a.m. starting on Tuesday, the 5th, 6 to 10 a.m. Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman. The thing that I like the best is, and especially with you driving the show, but Canty's been doing it for a really long time. uh, And clearly, you know, it sounds like Michelle's been doing it for a really long time and especially coming from the other side as well, where she had been a producer. It feels like it's been a little while since ESPN radio has had like a real radio show doing mornings every day, 6 to 10 a.m., like for, for whichever other iterations their their morning radio show has been over the last few years, it kind of just feels like they put, they put people together and here, do a radio show, instead of, all right, we have radio people now who are going to do a radio show. Well, I, I mean, I can't speak
2: for what's happened, obviously, in the past because I wasn't there and neither were you, but I think that you see with Justin Craig, who's our boss um, at ESPN Radio, if you look at what he has done, like, okay, so who's done successful radio Yeah, markets across the country or nationally, right? And let's have them continue to do that and promote them up to a bigger stage, right? Happened to me, happened to you, um, happened to Amber. Uh, you know, like you and Amber doing middays and mornings and all the different slots that you guys have done were successful in Miami and then got a chance to be successful at the network. I did... You Know mornings on, on Mad Dog for 12 years, at afternoons in West Palm for 20. Okay, he's done radio, let's have him do more radio. Michelle, same thing, right? Hugh Myers, a guy at night. Have you I don't know if you've worked with Q
0: yet? He's I, awesome. yeah, I I know who he is, but like I don't know him, I don't know, right. who, I don't he's, know his stuff. He's us, he's been successful doing a million jobs and hosting
2: in Vegas, right? I mean, you, Greeny. Like we people forget, like Greeny's a radio guy. Greeny loves, loves, loves radio. Carlin, producer yeah,
0: for Mike a Radio Chris,
2: guy, right yeah. on Imus. Radio guys. afternoon drive, Fan, afternoon drive, WIP in Philly, play by play for Rutgers. Radio guy, Joe Fortenbaugh, who Amber just worked with for however long. Radio guy, Pennsylvania to San Francisco to Vegas. Freddie Coleman is yeah. unbelievable, radio right? Guy. I mean, has been yep. radio forever. I didn't know this. Do you know Harry Douglas, who's on with Freddie Coleman in the afternoons, was an intern at a station in Atlanta? And he played in the NFL. Like like after his career? No, during it. Like during the offseason would go into 92-9 the game. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: just would hang out.
2: Okay. Ian Fitzsimmons, who's Amber's co-host now, radio guy forever. Yeah. Jay Reynolds, who does the overnight sports center all night. Like there's everybody across the board, radio people. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's like, it sounds ridiculous to people listening to this right now, but it, think about, would you hire a doctor to be your lawyer? Or would you hire a lawyer to be your doctor? <laughs> Dazzo and I, like we look at radio and TV are two different professions. It may not yeah. be to the masses, but for us, it very much is. Radio, sorry, radio is way harder than TV.
0: Yeah, it's I think that's maybe hard. what stood out to me was, yeah, like I don't feel like, it, it didn't feel like it was a radio show. It felt like it was TV people doing radio and now I really feel like like you're mentioning there with ESPN radio it feels like they got some real radio people now who are doing shows I I think it's really for the better how uh everybody knows Morning Men Sirius XM Mad Dog Radio has been my favorite show for years now Uh, obviously it was super difficult for you to leave but was it a no-brainer with yeah I mean it's ESPN so it could be difficult, but it could also be an easy decision if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, so there's there's obviously
2: layers to that. I think that it's still having done it now three weeks, two weeks ago, whatever it was, it's still impossible leaving Babs, Mike Babjak, who's my co-host for twelve years there. Like I still am not over that i'll probably never be over that
0: i was holding back tears listening to you got list well not you guys who was sitting he was sitting there listening you were the one talking i was i was i was all i was holding back tears listening to it evan yeah i mean i've been ripped i guess i've heard a lot
2: for this which is fine um but like he's my closest friend like for the last 12 years so it's it's hard i'm like emotional even like thinking about it now The cool thing is it's not about whether it was a no brainer or not. It was, it was so anti-typical radio SiriusXM communicated with me months before their plans for the future. Okay. I then communicated with them some of my hopes and goals for the future. They completely aligned at the same exact time that my contract was up, that they were looking to do what they were looking to do. And ESPN was calling me like, and by the way, once everything internally amongst myself and the management and management with me was communicated, I was still on the air for another two or three weeks. That's unheard of in right. our business.
0: Usually the the boss, you know, for people don't understand, usually the boss walks in after a show one day and says, hey, let's go have a talk. And that was your last day.
2: Right. Either way, either like, hey, Zaz, we've heard you're starting Zazzlo Show 2.0. You already have great advertising partners lined up. We can't have you working here because that's just promoting your show, even if it's that way, right? Yeah. So, but also, I'm still going to be on Sirius. I'm still going to be on Channel 80 every day. It's not like I'm not going to be on Sirius. I'm still going to promote Sirius. So, the idea of Sirius and I not being lockstep on this was beneficial to no one. So, like, I, I, I this is going to sound crazy. The last two weeks of my career working directly for Sirius XM at Mad Dog. I felt more respected and valued by them than I ever had because, and not that I didn't feel respected and valued prior, but nobody allowed somebody to be on the air for the last two weeks, as you just said. And they gave me the opportunity. It's like the player that says, I'm telling you, I will leave in free agency. And somehow if they get hurt in the last two weeks, you're on the hook for their contract. Like one of those kind of deals, they just shut the guy down. They didn't shut me down. I'm like, wow, they trust me. They trust that I'm not going to rip the station apart. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to promote anything else. So it, it was hard leaving Babs, but it was communicative
0: the whole way. Was it we- Quincy? I-, was- I wore a shirt for a reason today. Are we going to talk about Look at about that. This? Look at that. Look at that. The Dwayne du- the Wade legacy shirt, which is a, 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 a nighty shirt for me. I have it. I wear it probably once a week to go to sleep in. I'm not wearing it today. I'm actually wearing a Stugatz t-shirt here from the Dan Levitard show. I can't uh, charge you for that. It's uh, I'm sorry. I have a lacrosse mitzvah. Is what I'm wearing. He was uh, my lacrosse coach growing up. So yeah, oh, look I'm at not that. You know that, right? Oh, I I believe you. I mean, and and he was also camp counselor of my college there. roommate growing up. He was my camp
2: counselor at Camp Winocki in New Hampshire when I was 12 years old.
0: Yeah, my my he was the camp counselor at that same camp of my college roommate uh, as well. well college roommate? how we? Oh, I know this. Yeah, yeah. The um wander. Yes, Josh Wander. That's right. Yeah, that's a story for another day that nobody listening cares about. Uh, yeah, oh, College team last night. What a joke! Oh my god, the the Gators. Yes, is that horrendous? You went to- horrendous. Yeah, really bad last night. Really bad. Uh, so, all right, let me let me throw you a few uh, sports questions now that you're wearing the Dwayne Wade shirt. There. Do you have any different feelings about the Lillard situation? Like, is this eventually going to happen? Are you angry at the Blazers because it really feels it? I don't know. It, it it feels like they're they're doing bad bad faith business. The the Blazers, you know. Where I am with the Dame Lillard situation,
2: I'm frustrated with the analysis of the current roster as is minus Dame. Why do we think this team is going to be bad this year? The Blazers are Why- talking about. No, the Heat. Oh, the Heat, okay. Let's pretend they never make the trade, okay?
1: Yeah.
2: So I know he's not your favorite, but Kyle Lowry is still there. Tyler Hero, I don't care if he hates the Heat. The Heat, I don't believe hate him. And I believe Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra are skilled enough that if they go to camp together, they will figure out the communication. Totally, with totally, totally. That's not going to be an issue. He's in his 20s. Riley's in his 70s. Riley's been through this a thousand times over. A motivated, angry, healthy Tyler yeah, Hero is yeah. still so cool. helpful. Bam is in his prime. They get Kevin Love back, and Kevin Love in a spot role is good for them. I think Haquez is plug and play immediately. I literally think he can play immediately in the NBA. If I'm not assuming Jovic is international Jovic like we've seen, but he can play this year. Thomas Bryant is playable. Josh Richardson and Caleb Martin, in combination, you don't think they can figure out Gabe Vincent slash Max Strus? And I'm not knocking Gabe Vincent and Max Strus. I'm just saying the Heat have figured out that loss a thousand times in their history. I actually think this team is better in the regular season this year than they were last year and worse in the postseason. And yet everyone thinks, oh, they're going to be a 10th seed, 11th seed. No, I think they'll be a top five seed as is. What I don't think is that they're a finals team again with this group, but I think they're better in the regular season. So I just think that people have to back off of the current team because they're actually better. I actually think they're better than they were going into last season. And in terms of the trade, I still am holding out hope it's going to happen. Obviously. I also think like, if it doesn't happen Is there someone else they have in their back pocket that they're thinking, okay, well, this officially is not going to happen. Let's knock on the door of someone. I mean, I hope it's not Harden. I know you hope it's not Harden. I can't imagine they'd be interested in Harden. But I still think there's something really special coming up with this team this year.
0: Yeah, I I think if the Lillard thing doesn't happen, I think they pivot to Giannis. But the Giannis thing is not something that would happen this year. It would happen in a year from now. I think that's going to wind up being the pivot, which I I think is a super long shot. I
2: still don't buy he's going to leave. You what? I, I still don't buy that Giannis is going to leave.
0: Oh, I, I don't think he's going to leave either. No, yeah, I, I absolutely the do not. direct
2: leave. pressure he's putting on the organization. Yeah. And you know that, like, I know a little bit about that team. I have a little a couple of connections to that team. I have no reason to think that that team is not going to support him in every way possible. They
0: yeah. love him.
2: Yeah. And what's not to love? Honestly. I mean, outside of the, the ridiculous
0: failure comments, what's not to love? Yeah. Yeah. How about yesterday, Evan Cohen, a, a known Tom Brady fan? How about Joe Montana settling the decades-long debate of who is the greatest quarterback, Marino or Montana? And Joe Montana comes out yesterday and tells everybody, "It's not me. It's not even Brady. It's Marino. It's over. The discussion's over. We did it." Check it,
2: shot, Will you please? I mean, give me a break. You can't sit there in the Zaslow Mansion and sit back and tell me that you think Dan Marino is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Better arm? Fine. Better release? Quicker release? Fine. Uh, Zas, please.
0: Wake up, will you? I mean, that is ridiculous. Come on. Stop it. Stop uh, it. What a day yesterday. We finally uh, got, got through to- it. You. How do I handle this? Mm-hmm. So I went to Jets-Bucks
2: preseason a couple of weeks ago. Ooh, terrible. Well, hold on. Called my my guys at ESPN New York. I said, hey, you got any tickets? My uh, uh, son and I would love to go to the game. They said, yeah, we got field. I said, oh, awesome, field level, that's great. They said, no, 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 no. on the field. Yeah, field passes. I said, I'm sorry, field (laughs) passes. I never, I'm just thinking field level. I didn't want anything to get in. We go on the field before the game, standing there on the side. Aaron Rodgers in warm-ups, not playing. Throws the football to my son. Hits him in the face. My son drops the first pass. Throws it back to him. My son's not. Throws it back to him. Nice throw. Rodgers, okay, hold on.
0: Before before you continue the story, was there a part of you that sunk when he dropped the first pass? No, but it, because I, I saw what was happening here. So, like, I, it's
2: hard for me to then play that back. So, he drops the first one, throws it back. Rogers throws it back to him. He catches it. He throws it back. Throw now you're back. having catch. At that point, they're having a catch. I've never been a Rodgers guy. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. Can't stand the Jets. Now my son's on the field having a catch with Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, if his favorite player becomes Rodgers, how do I kill him on that? I mean, that's it, 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 it's almost like his favorite player should be Aaron Rodgers.
0: It's think- like if my son before a game, he's uh he he's, he's 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 shagging balls uh and having a great time with Kyle Lowry. What do I do?
2: That's a <laughs> you are here's what I would love to know. If the Heat called you today and said, Hey, we need you to come back. We know you have a million other things going on. We need you to come back. You're part of the broadcast crew. We know you you retired from that.
0: Yeah.
2: But you're going to do Or they retired you, one or the other. Jam, <laughs> Jam, J- you know that JMP got fired mid playoff round against the, the Hawks
0: for the Heat? I mean, was not he actually fired by he? the Heat? Was he actually, oh, oh right, right, right. You, okay, by the radio station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, by the radio station. Jeremy in yeah. West Palm was then the Heat
2: pre before you yeah. and they fired him the radio station fired him for no reason just layoffs mid-series so like he did game two but didn't do game three but anyway so he said you hey we want to bring you back we're going to do player podcasts this year we want oh you God. and Kyle Lowry to do one what I do can't do-
0: no I, I have to say no I can't do it I lose all credibility Evan I have to have a little bit of integrity I lose all credibility with my audience if I do that I can't well- well, what if the podcast was in the first
2: one, you just said to Kyle Lowry, here's everything I've ever said about you. And you just said it all to
0: his face. Right. <laughs> How did you handle it? Joy Taylor went through that after she left my show to go work with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. And then eventually it came out in, in like the sports media rags. Joy Taylor said this, said this. Was all. I mean, for years we were ragging on guys like Skip Bayless. And Joy, she was very scared when he found out. She Before she'd even went on the air with him, she had to have a sit-down and a conversation with Skip Bayless. This is what was happening, this, this, that. And Skip was very understanding about the whole thing. Well,
2: I'm going to tell you something. You know more than I do because you know Joy well. I don't. I, I think I was on with you guys or talked to her once with you guys years and years ago. She seems amazing. I will tell you, everything I've heard about Skip Bayless is that he's actually wonderful off the air. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Like, I think that I've never, like, anybody that I know that knows Skip, that knows Stephen A, could not speak higher of them. And it's, to me, it's no surprise. Stephen A is the top of his game. He's amazing on the air. Unbelievable off the air. I know Dan Patrick. Same thing. Like, the kindest, sweetest guy. I don't know Levitard. Like, in passing, I know, you know, John. But Mm -hmm. I've never heard someone say a bad word about Dan Levitard ever off the air like he's the the kindest person I know right so it's no like people can say what they want about Skip Bayless he treats people well from what I've gathered that's what I've heard there's a reason that he's at that level because whatever you could have the whatever personality you want off on the air but if you're not nice off the air that catches up to you Mm
0: -hmm. yep Evan you've said it all I'm excited Uh for you Tuesday September fifth, the day after Labor Day? What are you gonna be able to sleep the night before? That's gonna be a tough night of sleep. That'll be tough. Uh well I will be in Bristol in a hotel. So <laughs> we'll see. We what? will see. I'll
2: tell you what if Dame gets traded Monday night? Oh, that would be amazing. That'd be great, right? First the first story ever on that show has to be Dame to the Heat. Oh do I okay, here's the question for you. I gotta pack the clothes to go to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Do I bring my Udonish jersey just in case Dame gets traded there because you want to wear the Udonish jersey on the air? Yes,
0: because you want to let everybody know. You want to let all the viewers know what you're about. Yes, that's Uh, right. First impression. with me. Yeah, first impression. You got to let everybody know, hey, this is what I'm about. You know what my number
2: one goal is for this show? Hmm. To get all the heat gear that everyone gets sent that I never get sent.
0: Why that don't is, they send I, it to you? I, they still send me gear now. They're very nice. You don't get the gear? No. Put this clip out. Let the heat know that I now that I have this huge platform,
2: yeah. all I want is the heat gear. That's it. I, once I get the heat gear, I'll walk away. I'll quit. I'll be done. I just want the vice gear before everybody else. That's, the, that's No the, one will the, ever see me again. That's, that's it. You only want a job like this. On the biggest network, on the morning show, on TV and radio, just to get the
0: heat gear in advance—that's all I want. Lastly, here, real quick, what was the conversation like with Dog, telling him that you're leaving? Um, everybody knows Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Every Wednesday is on First Take on ESPN, but is uh, a, a hero of Evans, and and I mean, is just my all time favorite. I love that guy.
2: So it was easy for both of us because I kind of we both knew kind of stuff was. happening. It wasn't like difficult at all and here's here's the ironic thing i will now see him more than i did when i worked for him because where i'm doing the show is where he does first take that's cool and for the last two or three years during the pandemic i never saw him yeah never saw him at all i saw him like maybe twice in three years now i'll see him every wednesday
0: that's great that's great that's a nice little perk there Abby. will he come on with us is the question evan uh Give uh give one final uh promotion here. Let everybody know everything, how they can see, how they can hear you guys. Monday, it's really all Friday, exciting.
2: Friday, starting September fifth, six A to ten A Eastern time, ESPN radio. Uh Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty and I. You can watch it on ESPN two, listen to it, or watch it on ESPN U, listen to it on Sirius XM channel eighty, locally in South Florida, on one oh six point three, ESPN West Palm, and of course all across the country. Um, you can listen and watch. Will you be nervous? Or it's like, eh, yeah, I've been doing this. Uh, I'm anxious more than like this has been two months of getting ready for this
0: yeah so I' it already to get ready for it Yeah,
2: Let's just and do I still it. feel like I'm not ready but because all we've been doing is getting ready and it just I don't know I need I need this to start already
0: yeah yeah I hear you man great job Evan appreciate you dude I'm excited to that see the show here thanks guys. I'm excited for that on Tuesday morning I mean obviously I I'm, I'm part of the those are my colleagues. I mean, I'm part of the team now, essentially, ESPN Radio, but but Evan's terrific, and I'll be listening to him every morning. So 6 to 10 a.m. starting on Tuesday, really looking forward to it, and, and he's he's going to be great. That show is going to be great. It's really cool. All right, guys, it's still summertime. It's September 1, but it's still summer, and that means you're getting great deals if you're thinking about getting a new car. Now you got to figure out where to go. I'm sending you to where you're going to get the best deals out there. That's North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the only car dealership I personally endorse. If you're in the market for a new car, you go to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you walk in the showroom doors, you're immediately greeted by a member of their friendly sales team who's going to ask you what you want. Maybe you want something that's large. You you want uh, an SUV for the family. Maybe you just want something fun for yourself, a Subaru sedan. Whatever you're looking for, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of newest Subaru models on the market. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru has the perfect model for you. And that's also because they have the North Fort Lauderdale Subaru promise that's guaranteed most money for your trade. Three-day exchange policy out the door in 90 minutes or less after you say yes. 100% credit approval lifetime vehicle warranty. You could shop right now from the comfort of your own home or wherever you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0. Just go to nflsubaru.com right now. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the building you know and the place to go. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal to finish out the week. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know. But my boys, the Greensteins, family friends at Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to be able to tell you no matter what kind of disaster you're dealing with, they're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And with 60 years, over 60 years combined experience, they're prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. Look, when an unexpected damage occurs in your home or your business, you want specialized, fast, and reliable services. That's where Water Cleanup of Florida enters the picture. Plus, you only have to make one call. Water Cleanup of Florida is a licensed general contractor. They're providing that A to Z service, one-stop shopping. All of us are looking for. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida anytime. 954 954- Nine zero zero eight six three five. That's nine five four nine zero zero eight six three five. 8635 Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. I mean, how about this Aaron Rodgers yesterday? I mean, the things this is a vomit, these quotes. Listen to this. Aaron Rodgers yesterday had a sit-down with a group of reporters and listen to this if it doesn't make you projectile vomit on site. Quote. I told a friend, this has felt like waking up inside of a dream. This whole experience, a beautiful dream. So many times you have a great dream and you wake up and you think, I just want to get back into that, but I can't quite get back into the dream. Well, I've woken up inside of that dream and it's been really, really special. There's a lot of times, I've said it before and I'll say it again, where I just look around and say, this is my life now. How cool is this? Oh my God. You know, it's one thing to try and ingratiate yourself to the fan base, to the city of New York. But eventually, it's so obvious. you It's just lip service and you're placating. It's the New York fucking Jets. It's one of the worst franchises in all the pers- professional sports. These comments from Aaron Rodgers, it's a vomit. This is not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday, it's the first broadcast of the season. Everybody makes mistakes, even the great, the great Chris Fowler. Fowler and Herbstreet were on the call last night, Gators in Utah. And look, 55 yards is a very, very difficult kick for a college kicker. NFL kicker, no problem. College kicker, very, very difficult. Chris Fowler got very excited at a 55-yarder. He thought split the uprights. He wanted plenty
2: of leg, drives this one, and... It through from 55. Did he miss it? Did it, did it go wide? That's I was excited. I was excited I with got you. excited because yeah. it was flying long, and I tell he, you. he
1: did miss it. He had plenty of distance on there. Yeah, he did. He just he missed got, it to he's the like, left. Thought he made it. Yeah, I think.
2: I, think I, he I was he surprised had. they tried it because now Florida's going to have good field position. It was good all the way until it just, just hooked out.
0: This is not a big deal. Fowler is the best. It was very, very close. I even saw some people on the stands. They thought it went in two. This is not a big deal. Gators got killed last night, 24 to 11. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Undisputed on FS1. That's a new show, Skip Bayless. And they've, like, totally reformatted. You got a bunch of new panelists on the show. And yesterday, making her debut on Undisputed as a panelist, Rachel Nichols. And here she was yesterday talking about the, the, the lineman for the Giants, uh, what's his name, uh, Jihad Ward. He was very upset with Aaron Rodgers. Here's Rachel Nichols on undisputed.
2: He is wrong, expecting
0: that Hard Knocks would edit this in any way okay. other than than to make Aaron Rodgers the star. This yeah. is literally the Aaron Rodgers show this it year is. on Hard Rock, mm-hmm. on Hard
2: Knocks. Mm-hmm. And he came out yesterday, Ward did, and said, oh, they made me look like a sucker and it wasn't
0: fair mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, boo-hoo. Th- this is like, uh, you know, it's a reality show. This isn't 60 minutes, it's mm-hmm. not journalism. It this is like on the Kardashians, if Kanye came out
2: <laughs> and he was like, man, Kim Kardashian's making me look bad. You know what, Kanye, not your show. Same thing with this, with Ward. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers, it wouldn't surprise me if he's trying to set up a little bit. They play each other, right? They do In October. October
0: 29th. So if yep. he's
2: trying to set a little, you know, you think Ward's going to touch him again and not think about what happened before and not think about all the people who were talking about him and not thinking about all the laughter behind his back? Yeah. It's a mental challenge I'm going there. to a
0: deal. I'm a fan of Rachel Nichols. Everybody knows that. And, and really for the first time now, you know, she'd always been a host. You're not giving your opinion as much. Now she's gonna be out there able to give her opinion, so I'm looking forward to hearing from her. I think she's a good addition to that show. Rachel Nichols, undisputed, that's a big deal. And I got one more for you here. Last night, Kirk Herbstreit, after the Gator lost to Utah, he was on Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. and he is down on the Gators.
1: Bring some people in. I know Florida fans are the, the, the last bootflick the they would want is the Knowles, but maybe if you just take a deep breath oh. in Gainesville and give the man a Dude. chance. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I'm calling this game, and all I can think about is what people in Florida are doing watching this game because two back well, back-to-back yeah. losing seasons. Billy only had it last year. And then to start the season this way with the miscues, and they were at the end of the first quarter. It was like, okay, they're yeah. kind of getting their feet under them. I think they're going to be okay. And then miscue, miscue, and then the game's out of reach. And so I think that's the thing that's going to be frustrating for Florida is are you kidding me? We're doing this again, so they're going to have to get their act together in a hurry because the Vols, with that up-tempo offense, are going to be coming to town in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, I'm going big deal. I mean, Herb Sheet's right. Uh, you know, listen, I'm I'm a phony baloney hypocrite when it comes to Gator football. I'm, I'm I, I, You guys know that, all right? But they're definitely hardcore Gator fans. Like, how does Amber Wilson feel right now? You're watching that game last night. That's a disaster. That's a big deal. And that right there, courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida – Another edition. 954-900-8635. Let water clean up a floor to tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. All right. Hey, I hope you guys listen to me Sunday. I'm co-hosting ESPN Radio Game Day with former Dolphins general manager Mike Tannenbaum. That is Sunday, 1 to 4 p.m. You can listen locally, ESPN West Palm 106.3 FM. Obviously, you can listen nationally, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on the ESPN app. Sunday, 1 to 4, hosting ESPN Radio Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum. You can go back and listen to earlier Zaslow Show 2.0 shows from this week. If you missed any, you could go back and hear me. Hosting yesterday, Canty and Carlin, or Tuesday night, Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Your boys out there, there's a lot for you to listen to. Plus, this afternoon, we are recording an all new episode, which will be dropping later today of It's Still Real to Me as my pro wrestling podcast with my pal Joe11. We'll do a short little recap of AEW All In from last weekend and a preview of AEW All Out this weekend and WWE Payback tomorrow night so make sure you're out there you're listening for you're watching out for that to drop later on today i'm excited to be partnered up now with the believe podcast network that's obviously awesome and obviously i appreciate everybody who's been listening from day number one new listeners i love you guys as well and obviously all of our great sponsors go canes tonight looking forward to canes football we'll talk to you on monday morning on zaslow show 2.0 go with that